Hey, podcast family. Did you know that on May 2nd and 3rd, 2024, our 3D Growth Summit is happening in Nashville, Tennessee? But in-person tickets are already sold out with nearly 400 attendees. But you don't have to miss out. You can get exclusive access to our live stream and post-event recordings for just $395. Yes, you heard that right. For a single fee, you and your entire dental team can learn from our industry leaders with online recordings available after the event. So secure your spot now before it's too late by visiting www.3d-dentist.com slash 3D Summit or give us a call at 855-332-2285 and get your tickets for the live stream and event recording today. Now, let's get to this week's episode. Welcome to T-Bone Speaks with Dr. Tarun Agarwal, where our goal is to change the way you practice dentistry by helping you achieve clinical, financial, and personal balance. Now, here's your host, T-Bone. Another week, another episode. We are here at Studio 3D. I am joined, of course, uh, with Meredith, but we also have a guest today. And before we get to our guest, uh, I think it's going to be a phenomenal interview. We're going to talk to a young dentist who is doing phenomenal things in a very unique environment that I think there's so much to learn about and to take from this. So uh, don't head anywhere. Uh, We're going to talk to our guest here in a moment. But before we do, let's turn it over to Meredith and see what in the world is going on in 3D. Well, before we get started on that, I do have a review, which is good news. People are listening because we've been talking about reviews. We've gotten quite a few lately. Um, So this one says, I've been a longtime listener, so I'm sorry it's taken so long for the review. Yeah, thank you. You were my first dental podcast and best in class. I was the first. Mm -hmm. There's nothing like being someone's first. Congrats on the 200th episode. You've done a fantastic job in involving this product. Keep keeping it real. Well, I, I don't... I don't know if that you know any difference. Well, my wife tries to tame me. Like, if, I don't know if you were here yesterday when she tried to do that for me. But, yes. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. So, uh, listen, 3D Dentist is still running. Uh, we got your, yeah. you got your online programs. We've got programs coming in. Uh, listen... Uh, we are all ready for 2020 to be over mm-hmm. and get to 2021, <laughs> but it is not a lost year. It is the year, and uh, I'm telling you, September, October, November is going to be a time uh, to really get things implemented in your office. I look back during our shutdown, and I wish there were some things I had got done and I had focused on, and you will have that same regret uh, if you don't uh do some things for September, October, November in terms of getting things implemented into your practice. Yes. And so. in September, we are going to be releasing 2021 dates. I've gotten a lot are of we? emails about okay. that. Yeah, I will yeah. be. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, like, I, I just show up, go wherever they tell me to go. So listen, this week we have Dr. Jock Jernigan. Do we got a little logo for him? Oh, we got there, there he is. Guy, dude. She's in hard. Dude, you, you still have you you've lost a little bit of hair? I don't know. I I can't say that. I, I won't I won't concede that not yet. yet. But, He's hanging you know, on to it. Possible. He's not quite like you are. You're yet. right, twenty twenty's been a long eight months. <laughs> I might have lost a few strands there, but I've lost I'm excited a few more strands. Here. Yeah. <laughs> well, Jock is a 
local dentist uh, in the sense that he lives here in Raleigh, grew up here in Raleigh. His practice is in Rocky Mount, yep. which is about <laughs> an hour away. Yeah, 50 minutes yeah. on 64 nonstop. So. And uh, so I'm going to have Jock talk about himself, but I've always said this. My dad has always told me this, that if you want to be successful with the least number of headaches, different types of headaches, but least number of headaches from an economic sense, you want to move 45 to 60 minutes outside of a major metro area and you will do phenomenal. And so that's kind of uh, what we're going to talk about today. But let me turn it over to Jock. And Jock, give us a little story about who you are, where you're from, all yeah. of that stuff. First of all, thank you for having me. I'm excited to be we here. We couldn't get anybody else. So. I, I, figured, I figured that was the case. It was a, it was a last ditch. You know, and we no. finally wanted Hell somebody Mary. with a social media presence. <laughs> Chuck came on and he has zero. Well, Chuck, man, Chuck's fantastic. I was going to talk about Chuck a little yeah. bit. But yeah, uh, Jock Jernigan, I'm from Raleigh, grew up here. Um, was born here. It's been, I love Raleigh. It's it's hard to beat the triangle. It's been crazy to watch it grow as it has. I mean, Wade Avenue. You used to be, you used to be able to zoom down. Nope. In two seconds now, if you're there after three thirty, it's going to take you ten minutes. But it's been cool to see. Um, I went to UNC for both undergrad and dental school. What year did you graduate? When people ask me that, I'd be, I'd be at like a restaurant or a bar, and someone like, yeah, I graduated in 2009. They were talking about high school. I'm like, me too. Or something. I was like, no. Uh, so, 09 undergrad, okay. dental school, <clears throat> depressing, 2013, so I went right in. And it's Why been, is that depressing? Because it's been seven years. I don't feel like it's... You haven't accomplished enough in seven I, years, yeah. have you? I, I, I don't know. You, you, it's flying you, you by. Feel, it feels stagnant sometimes, yeah. which is something I want to talk about. But yeah, um, and... You know, kept cruising through uh, the past seven years. Did you are, always want to be a dentist? Well, so anyway, let's, uh, it's a little bit of background. Jock's dad is a dentist. He is, yeah. Okay. He uh, graduated in 81 from UNC. Um, Dude, people were alive back then? They were. <laughs> hard to believe. Producing, you know, through those years, people like me, which is questionable. But um, and Your whole generation is <laughs> screwing it up for all of we're us. We're doing okay, all right? <laughs> I, I like to think I got pa- – I'm a little past that. But, You're my brother's age. So um, yeah. Uh, yeah, so he um, – He's been in dentistry for over 30 years now. Uh, growing up, he never pushed me. It's me and three boys, or three boys, two brothers. I'm the middle. Got a huge mm-hmm. complex, a middle child syndrome. Me too. I'm a middle child, uh, yeah. too. Um, he never really pushed any of us towards dentistry. Um, everyone asks that, like, did your dad push us push you towards dentistry? He didn't. He never really talked about it. Um, well, I think part of that may have been that you guys lived in one city and your practice was a solid yeah. 45, 50 minutes away. So it's not like you're like me where I'm like, oh, I got to go do something. Let's go on the way to the right. McDonald's. The way, yeah. <laughs> Taco Bell. Let's stop by the me. office. Actually, yeah. yeah, it's more like on the way to Goodberries. <laughs> and so he never talked about it. Um, but I think subconsciously or consciously, I noticed sort of, you know, we were able to have all this time with him. Uh, he did a bunch of different ventures in those, mm-hmm. you know, those growing years, but he came back to practicing uh dentistry and i played summer baseball and so a lot of that involved while everyone else was at the beach or something me and dad would be in raleigh and i'd go to work with him and i'd get to see some of the incredible stuff he did even like as a middle school age kid and it sort of you know i guess wore off or rubbed off on me and as i got you know deciding what i wanted to do where i wanted to go to college is I was thinking strong about architecture. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved drawing. I loved, took a lot of CAD CAM classes in undergrad. Back when they used uh, gophers or running yep. the computers? That is correct. <laughs> uh, I don't know if we even had computers. Um, <laughs> CAD CAM was just a thought. But, yeah, 
And so I decided I really wanted to go to UNC. I didn't, I don't know, I probably wanted to get out of Raleigh and not go to state. And so I went to UNC. I mean, UNC is only 20 minutes down yeah. the road, just Look, so you know. Hey, I've I realized that. I, I've been in the triangle my entire life. Have you gone anywhere in I, your life? I haven't. I don't think I've traveled outside of, other than Rocky Mountain, Wake County. Okay. So hopefully to get out, but um did that when I got to UNC. I started thinking about it. Started thinking about you know you have to make that decision sort of early if you're going to go into dental or med school and start getting things lined up. Um, and I was thinking about I was like you know I think I do want to look into doing dentistry. My older brother initially wanted to do that, but he changed paths and went the medicine route. Yeah, dumb 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 dumb. Watching him on he's call, regretting it now, isn't he? <laughs> he he's a he's an orthopedic surgeon, and yeah, watching him have to go on call and stuff, it does not make me regret my decision. But I pulled the trigger without any pressure from my dad, and you know proceeded from there. All right, so we graduated dental school in 2013. Mm-hmm. Your dad's practicing in Rocky Mount. He has a unique practice, yeah. probably not what most of us would ever want to do. Yep. So talk to us about that. So, yeah, it's a niche practice. Um, I don't know. It's getting popular these days. Dentures yeah. are the hot thing, but it was a practice. That I don't know who you're talking to. <laughs> maybe, in in maybe Nash in, County, in, it in your, is a hot thing. In your circle, it's a hot thing. <laughs> um, but it was a practice that was solely – on-site lab, they did a ton of it. It's a population that you don't learn about in dental school right. that's pretty prevalent out there. Um, that extensive edentialism and restoring that with traditional removal. Or super soon to be edentialist. Yeah, or partial, like extensive partial edentialism yeah. and using traditional removable methods to treat that. And Does that include partials and dentures, or are you guys both. only dentures? Well, RPDs. We don't do any fixed bridges or anything. Sure. Yeah, but, yeah. yeah, all you know, removable stuff, traditional on-site lab. Um, and it's such an, a rewarding practice that you, you don't even realize. I mean, you, you're changing a lot of their lives as much as they could be changed. But I think there's a stigma with dentures to an extent, which we can talk about. Yeah, but, dude, it's your, your podcast um, today, man. But it, it, I, wa- I grew up watching my dad make dentures. Yeah. He was, you know, he was a dentist in India. And then uh, when he came here, he never became a dentist. But he uh, was in India, They did, like Rocky Mount, they did lots of dentures. Mm-hmm. So he learned how to make dentures. He got a job as a denture technician in Baltimore when we lived there. And then he brought that here when we bought our motel. And to make extra money, that's what he did for a few dentists. So I watched my dad growing up making dentures. And he always talked about how awesome it was and how grateful the people were. And then I went into dental school and the denture was not so fun to make. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of steps. Never mind. And then I got to practice and the patients weren't so grateful. And so I said, I'm not doing this anymore. (laughs) Well, I can definitely understand that. If I... If we did dentures in the traditional sense you're taught in dental school, I probably would hate it as well. Um, but we've so got what's a, different? The system, the way you take okay. bites. Uh, I mean, we people can talk down on a same-day denture, but we consistently make a yeah. phenomenal same-day denture with a consistent bite, and it works. Um, you eliminate a lot of the steps, which I think has been a big, like, especially as we're moving into producing digital dentures. Mm-hmm. How do we eliminate steps and make it predictable? But um, it's a predictable system that produces wonderful results. And a lot of that is just experience and having a great lab, which we thankfully have. So uh, in dental school, did your, your fellow students look down on you and your dad? Or I don't want to say look down. That's not what I mean. But did they say, why would you want to go? Number one, why do you want to go to Rocky Mount? And number two, why do you want to go into a denture practice? Or were we just so stupid coming out of dental school that we didn't know any better? I, I, I don't know why I ever really talked about it other than my friends. And they sort yeah. of understood like that's a, 
that's a good practice. Yeah. Okay. And they sort of knew at that time what my goal was. Okay. Like when I first started dental school, it was like, okay, I know where I'm going and what I want to bring to it. Okay. And, Talk, what, what, and we'll be get more there. Specific. Okay, we'll get there. In, dental implants. Okay. And I was like, I see where I'm going. And I knew before I even started dental school, I want to do implants. But the only person who ever really talked down about dentures and that type of practice was certain faculty yeah. who would come in and be like, this isn't pot, you know. Yeah, and so we won't. Prosthodontist, basically. Yeah. <laughs> but, I, I, hey, I have all the respect in the world for prosthodontists. Um, so you guys were pouring uh, acrylic, or you guys were pressing or packing? Same both. Day, both? Both. Uh, okay. If it's packed, it's going to, that's not the same day. That's not the same day, yeah. Um, I remember growing up, our kitchen was full of the boiling pot, <laughs> and we used to pack the acrylic. Yeah. I used to love the smell of it. Yeah. I, and when the cheese, the, the acrylic kind of came out. I love that. I used. I grew up with like when I would go there and go into the lab, and that smell is so yeah. unique. Um, I think I lived most of my high school life uh, high. Hi. I believe <laughs> that. I was probably playing a lot of those baseball games in middle <laughs> school high. But um, and so again, before dental school, my dad even mentioned like, "What are these dental implants?" And I started looking into them. Like these are fascinating. Like these. What made him never get into that? <laughs> It, he, he probably just had a point. It was like, I'm good. I'm going to keep, I'm gonna keep cruising. Um, and, uh, but he always encouraged me, and I, I immediately loved him. I did research before dental school with a phenomenal prosthodontist at UNC, uh, Sampop Bencheret. Okay. And he was, he's been a phenomenal mentor since, both with dental implants, because he was early on right. like heavy into them, and I learned a lot from him. Uh, but also digital dentistry. He's keen into He's now at VCU. Shout out to Sompop. He's developed an incredible uh, digital program up there for the undergrad students, mm-hmm. not just the specialty residencies. Um, How is digital dentures changing denturism? It's probably about to explode. It hadn't gone far, but once... Because I don't want to get left behind. Exactly. Well, I don't want to get left behind. That's my well, <laughs> but you're ahead of the curve, I think. Well, I'm, we're With not that. doing any removal. We're not. Yeah. They are. No, I, I get. But my point is, is, is okay. So let's. Okay, so I've always. I don't want to say I've talked down removable, but I've always been clear that it doesn't make money in my practice, and it doesn't and make. That yeah, everything about that's true. If you there's certain things, removable is one mm-hmm. of them. I hate. Medicaid can be that way for people. Sure. If it doesn't fit into your but practice. the richest dentists I know do Medicaid. Are they actually doing the dentistry? No, no they don't. Yeah, that's uh, so. Um, <laughs> it has, smart ones. It, it, it has to fit. And I love, I mean, I, dentures, they have to, they're, for most practices, they're not efficient. They're just a headache. And So how, okay, so what, what I want to get to, I know there's some, some other things you want to talk about, but now I'm going to be selfish for a second here, Okay is I've always talked about how I don't do dentures and how I don't want to do dentures. But in my, if I look at my career path, anytime I've embraced, anytime a product or procedure has been embraced by technology, it has drastically changed how that, how that product is implemented. Uh, let's look at orthodontics. When it was bracket and wires and hand bending, no, no chance, no desire. As yeah. soon as we went to straight wire orthodontics with six-month power procs, six-month smiles, all those products, then I was like, okay, that makes sense. And then as soon as plastic came around, then I was like, well, anybody can be an adult orthodontics. Yeah. You know, and same with uh, CAD CAM for crowns. You know, it's made all of that. Same with digital for sleep. Digital for implants is unbelievable. So... I don't want to miss out or I don't want to be closed-minded about dentures now that we have 
uh, a truly, you know, a, a digital digital dentistry is is kind of technology is coming into that. So I, I want I want you to talk to me about how it's changing things. It, it uh, that's currently what I was going to talk. That's yeah. my project now is trying to find a system because that's going to make sense. A lot of the headaches that you experience in emotional dentists with dentures is if you have to fix something, it's going to take forever. It's a headache. We got to send it back. It's Correct. Extra, yeah. Two extra appointments. And me, all, most of us won't even move teeth. Eight, yeah. Well, yeah, I, honestly, I don't do that myself. Having that on-site lab 30 feet away where yeah. I can, like, take it or bring them out and, like, show them, and they can go fix it right mm-hmm. then, it changes everything. Not everything. That's one of the big advantages, The is having it right there to make those changes without it being a huge headache, without you having to tell the patient, come back in two weeks, we can retry yeah, okay. this in. Yeah. Uh, we can, and repairs, we're able to do same day, whereas, you know, you, you go to a traditional practice, they got to send it off. We should send out denture patients over there. I know. Hey, send well, we on, have man. a lot from the courses we're just doing all the extractions yeah. on. Um, I was actually thinking that. Yeah. Uh, so that that eliminates a lot of the headaches, that on top of having the the system of bites and stuff we take. But um, it anyway, so with regards to the digital denture, mm-hmm. I've gone to the IDT symposiums mm-hmm. the past two years, Phoenix and Atlanta this past year. When I fr- went to Phoenix, I was like, we're five, ten years out from digital dentures. Yeah. Which means one or two. We are we are there. Yeah. You just have to find the right system for us. The, it's still the bite. The bite is there. Tr- and the reline impression is Correct. still not digital yet. They're getting there. Uh, they're also people like Michael Shearer. Mm-hmm. People are really pushing the limits on. And do you, I'm, I'm sure you have a prime scan. Yeah, of course. Yeah. They, they're so claiming, we're doing a double-sided technique on the existing dentures. Yeah. And they're claiming that the, also the soft tissue edentulous impressions are pretty impeccable on them. Well, I always say that it's it's a great preliminary impression that has border molding in it. Mm-hmm. And then basically you can get a try-in that you're ready to and then really, do reline. Correct. Which is what I'm doing on my some of my hybrid cases that are edentulous. i got to set them up to get to that point. Yeah. And... So those are a lot of the limitations. Now, for us, it has to make sense for us to even start to switch to digital mm-hmm. denture. It has to be economical. Has to like how many dentures does if you don't mind sharing? Like how many? What? What? When you when you say you guys are busy, man, how many dentures are we doing? So we've COVID has switched our way of doing things. We used to sure. do a lot of walk in same right. day stuff, which would uh. really change. Your day-to-day, some days would be just nuts crazy. Other days, not so crazy. (laughs) Can you imagine people walking in on top of what we already have? My my divas would never handle such Uh a thing. And, I mean... I'm amazed by our staff, the way they would handle it. And like you some days, we would, yeah, we would <laughs> just obviously have 20 patients waiting at the door. Um, like, four full arch, full mouth. So, do you guys compete with Affordable? Oh, yeah. Okay, For so sure. that's your number one competitor? No doubt. Okay. Yeah. Um, They're the big behemoth. They are. But all the respect in the world to Affordable. I mean, it's a it's an incredible... They, they started did, here in Kinston, North Carolina. They did, Carolina, yeah. Yeah. Um, and that's actually sort of... My dad got his start at Affordable early okay. on with George, the Edwards. Okay. George Edwards. Um, but anyway, so it's got to make sense. And, it, like, it has to be profitable. But before we can even test it you got to develop a system that's right for us because the digital systems that are right for traditional you know the traditional way of doing them then i have to sort of can you do digital same day i think you can and that's the system i'm developing uh so you're gonna go with the printed base 
printed base. Okay. Um, so I think that's like a two-hour print. Well, I probably, you know, you look at it as an economy denture. Yeah. And the problem with printing dentures right now, um, we don't have a mill, mm-hmm. so you could do printed. They're not indicated for long-term use. Right. Uh, there's not but dentures aren't long term anyway. They should be changed every three to five years, if you ask me. Uh, well, probably so. At least reline. Yeah. Um, but you got to treat it initially as an economy denture. Give them something to put in their mouth. Yeah. This is not great a great for immediates. Correct. Great for immediates, and that's how it should be treated, especially the printed. Uh, the mills, they the pheno- the milled product are phenomenal. I've seen some printed carbon bases. The carbons are pretty with that new Lusitone yeah. deal they got. They, it makes plus. I want those Adidas shoes that you can only get <laughs> if you do the, get the carbon. But um, I saw some printed ones last weekend. I was surprised. Yeah, yeah. they weren't as like plasticky as I no, thought. David, in I the was past very couple surprised. Years. We printed some of our three D printing yeah. class. So yeah, last weekend. What, what printer were you using? Uh, Sprint Ray. Yeah. I, I I really am tempted to buy one. I still have the form. Why not? Just we have eight I, at well, the office. You want to come try one? <laughs> I might come do it. I still utilize my tried and true form back then when yeah. I started 3D yeah. printing. Was the, I have a form. We have one of those too. I know you, that's the, uh, that's, uh, I still use that. That was really the only thing that was available. Was it five? What about right. the la- how long yeah. did the printed teeth last? On these not, they don't have any, that's the problem is they don't have any long-term Couple data. Couple three years? They, they won't say. They, okay. they, don't, they don't know. Now, it hasn't the, been around the, long the enough The Lusitone the the carbon ones they're claiming long term mm-hmm. um, wear but it's still hard to say so the, uh, you got to weigh all of that before you get rid of your yeah. your wet lab your analog and stuff with wh- at least what we're doing because it's economical well and then there's also the challenge of bringing in people on the de- on the lab side that are you know your analog person is probably never gonna it, <laughs> embrace no, the digital person they're not and y'all but then you saw and this is probably the same for you but you have to look at some of these bigger pieces of technology as employees that you're investing yeah. in. Like uh, getting a nice printer like a carbon, maybe not yeah. a carbon, maybe a Nexton or something, um, and treating that as your... And they're going to change every few years. And they will change. Yeah. I think that's why the carbon model of leasing the printer yeah. is interesting, but they're pretty expensive I, for the lab side I, of I don't know if interesting is the right word. I don't <laughs> know if it bothers me or I think it's a good idea. Um, but damn, it's sexy. The carbon, if you hadn't, I'd look into it. Uh, you probably won't buy it. Or, he'll buy, or, he'll have me. one next week. Yeah, <laughs> he's T- looking T-Bot, it up right yeah, now. Yeah, <laughs> T-Bone would probably do that. But. He said he's not getting left behind. Well, you know, <laughs> well, I was against printing for a while. Oh you yeah, know? And, um, and we had a printer just sit there for at least three yeah. years. And a lot of people do that; they get the printer and it just sits there. All right, um, so we've talked enough about dentures. Yeah. All right, let's talk about uh, let's talk about your implants. So, yeah, so, again, back to dental school, I knew I wanted to do implants, bring them into that practice. I think everyone here who's been in dental school is in dental school now. You realize you're not going to get taught implants. They don't want you to mm-hmm. be comfortable with implants. So while well, I, was, they, I don't, I, I think I don't they're agree. starting. I don't agree with that statement a little bit. I, I'd probably walk it back a little bit. Yeah. To understand the reser- now that where I've gotten the reservation. It's, of, it's not even that. I, I think they can barely get you guys ready to, correct. <laughs> to do fillings. <laughs> and, that's, and that's what I, I would walk back yeah. my statement now where I am and say, yeah. well, there's no point in even giving the faults. Well, I would agree with you on some parts. Okay, I think the old school guard of dental instructors – probably don't want you learning that stuff because they believe it's a special list, specialist procedure. But I think as dental school, as they embrace technology and as the old farts kind of go away yeah. <laughs> or the, you know, or, or we have more progressive old farts still around, I think they want you to learn. But I think the truth is, is there's not enough time. There's just not enough. And time. that's, I was going to say, I walk it back now because 
I mean, through all the stuff I've done, I realize yeah. the more I don't well, know. Well, in implant dentistry, unlike any other aspect that I've experienced in dentistry, implant dentistry is vast. A single-tooth implant and a full-arch implant or a reconstructive implant, which is beyond full arch. You're talking about now cancer patients, stuff like that. Yeah. Those are massively it's, – it's, it's not even – it's not implant dentistry. I mean, it's single-tooth implant dentistry isn't – I mean, that's not – in my world, that's not implant dentistry. That's just everyday dentistry yeah. at some mm-hmm. point or, or, you know, every week dentistry. Um, you're exactly right. And, but I, I realized that's what I wanted to do, and I sort of – you weigh – do I do a residency, oral surgery, period, mm-hmm. pros? Why and didn't it, you? I was ready to be done with school, man. Yeah. Uh, I just I had been went straight in, and I was ready to go to practice. And um, I also looking consi- back, you'd be like, "Damn, practice is work." <laughs> it is work. I'll go back to school. <laughs> it's definitely work. I'll go back to school on my uh, dad's tab I, I, any day of the week. Yeah, I talk to people in school. I'm like, man, I, sometimes I miss being a student. But so I decided I would try an alternative route. And just while I was still in school, I started doing a ton of CE. Mm-hmm. Um, I need a fact check on this. I believe I was in your inaugural 3D yeah. dentist class back in 2013. Right. Uh, while, while, no, no, it was just, it was just uh, a safe start yeah. to oh, implants. Okay. implants. And okay. uh, I was still in school, and I was like, man... CE isn't all that bad. This is yeah. exciting. Yeah. Well, we were we and were doing fun stuff. I was going to say it was we finally were. something you were interested and, in. And uh, came, you know, you had that wonderful setup you have right. at, at the office, and it had a name tag. Am I allowed to curse? Yeah, you yeah. can say whatever you so want. So my name tag. Everyone said doctor, doctor. Mine said punk bitch dental student. <laughs> um, <laughs> but and it was just exciting. Had delicious food. I was <laughs> jealous, to be quite honest with you. It, it was invigorating, and so I, I had that at my disposal. Um, also I had the TDI, uh-huh. which is a, I mean, that's a good continuum, but to have those, uh, especially really your course made it, it broke it down a lot of stuff. Cause sure. I've been reading Mish and stuff cause I would come to you. A little more complicated. I, ca- yeah. I came into your <laughs> course talking, spitting out all these Mish, yeah. Mish <laughs> <Terms>. facts. <laughs> D1, D2. And you could, T-Van was just like, calm down, man. <laughs> just calm down for a little bit. <laughs> It'll all come there. Don't yeah, worry. It is like, we'll come around to it, but. And so it started there, and in those first two years, I did all these continuums and ended up doing about 1,000 hours of pure implant CE in those first two years. Um, and you're right. It's just you can't cover it all. It's, and it's, it's still learning. I'm constantly learning. I mean, now, now you've got to learn how to deal with failed implants correct. or failing and the implants. More, really, the more I've learned, the more anxious I am about all the different yeah, cases. I'm convinced I need to leave practice in like the next three four years uh, <laughs> there's gonna be a it's a glut it is. of bad well, implants and you know perio i was talking to someone who's uh, going into a perio program and that's one of their that's going to be a big part of their practice is salvaging all these i hate to say it like people go and do these weekend warrior courses and they go and start placing all these implants i, I think that's going to be a problem um hopefully i'll be wrong but uh, we shall see. I think digital has made it much more predictable, obviously. Yeah. And you got to give a huge shout out to some incredible labs that can identify potential problems yeah. down the road for you. And working with good labs like, that are implant labs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Shout out to uh, uh, Matt at Absolute. Yeah. Absolute. He's, yeah. Matt does a great what, job. Holy cow, man! His yeah. knowledge is. Uh, I love just shooting it with him. He has so much. And they've grown a lot oh, in their implant division. They have because uh, they didn't really have much of one Correct. on the on the surgical side, uh, certainly on the prosthetic side. But then you know, like guided chrome and sequence, uh, mm-hmm. three sixty imaging, uh, and some of these some of these uh, places are really pushing 
pushing us to think about things more patient centric at least yeah and that's a big part of it and i think patient patient centric uh style of practice is that's big to me at least patient education style well listen it's why it's why dso's win it's why DSO companies win. That's why Walmart, Target, Chick-fil-A, Chipotle, Starbucks, Starbucks, you know, yeah. that's why they're winning. They, they, they figure out how to respond to what the consumer wants. Look, you go to every Chick-fil-A, they're getting people, they're getting, I went to a line of Chick-fil-A's, no doubt there were 35 people in line and we were gone in 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, Chick-fil-A, it's, it's unbelievable. unbelievable. Chick-fil-A and, should run the world. <laughs> you know, in, in a sense, right? Uh-huh. And, and, and same with Starbucks now with yeah. mobile ordering and yeah. Chipotle, dude, they're crushing it and it's and that type like amazon things mm-hmm. like that is all that type of consumer like catering to mm-hmm. it's that's what com- you do it what well, comes on to us is, yeah. yeah and even for us it's well a- that's what your practice is at the end of the day where else can i go get a denture in let not even say one day where yeah. the hell can i get one in two days yeah you know you can make anybody a denture if they give you one in two days at any level yeah and that's been the cool sort of the cool thing in bringing implants so i did all that see mm-hmm. i brought it into practice and it really is merging two different styles of dentistry. As much as it, it makes sense, you're bringing implants into the denture practice, um, you really have two different practices. Because we're doing anywhere from a same-day economy denture to your top-of-the-line full-arch dental prosthetic. And that's, in the scheme of things, it's different. One's like yeah. a rush, 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 and the other... It's going to take a long time. It's a lifetime. That's a true long term. But it's also the process of getting to it. You've got to understand the patient who's paying for this and paying for that, they probably still, a lot of them will have the same mindset that they think that they can get that fixed arch full hybrid in two days. It's managing expectations because they might have different uh, economic means, but their expectations could be the exact same. That economy patient, they get a denture, they're upset that that, you tell them 10 times. This lower denture is going to flop around on you. Yeah. And they come like, this lower denture is not tight. It's like, well, we've told you 10 times. And I had a patient the other day. I heard dentures suck. I go, nope, they don't. <laughs> <laughs> if they suck, they'd stay in your yeah, mouth. That, that, but, so that's been a, you know, a big part of my practice to try to ease my... Ang- All right, so walk me through the process of... I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to disrespect your dad at all. Okay? Yeah. But he's older school, I assume. Correct. Older school, but it completely embraces. Right. The, but he, yeah. in terms of the style of way he practices, the way he's doing dentures and all of that stuff, he's he's like you said earlier. He is. He set was set in his ways. He's, and he's, okay he's happy. It. I would yeah. say he's set in his ways. Because Definitely embracing, not set in his ways. But, but he's yeah. he's like this is my lane. I'm going to stay in my lane. I'm I'm open. It's almost like Sully's dad. In That's a way. exactly what it's, I was thinking. It's open, I'm open to you doing Correct. what you got to do. Yes, and I'll support you. Okay, but what what is that? Was there a dynamic in the beginning? Like he's like, no, no, we don't want to do it this Not way. Not at all. No, yeah. no, he's been as supportive. Like he was still using a, a like a analog pan when I got mm. there, and he I was coming, and he invested in the CBCT before I got there. And he's loved watching it. He like he yeah. he gets as excited as anyone yeah. with all these things. Yeah. Now certain things when I bring them up to him, he he's like, okay, well, makes sense. Like, do we? And 
so he like w- when you say I want a carbon printer. I want to. Yeah, he's like okay because like, it comes with the shoes. I yeah. want this. You the don't shoes. know that part. I don't. I don't know if he knows. The cat's out of the bag. Yeah, I, he'll know now. I'll never get those Adidas now. But he's been. Uh, he's embraced it as much as you can. He loves it. It excites him. Like because he, he's always encouraged people. Even when he before I got there, he encouraged people to go to the surgeon, like get some implants. All right. And so, so watching it's been extremely exciting for him. So on the business side of things, certainly adding implants is going to increase revenue, but he's there, there, but there's probably an increase in overhead that he may have not have liked in the beginning. <laughs> Huge, uh, not just material costs for implants, your biologics, yeah, plus uh, team members, mm-hmm. team members. Um, technology is the big one, yeah. the month to month, and uh, that's not just dental implants. I mean, anything right. you're doing with. You know, digital technology, you're getting hit oh, with that monthly, monthly fee. Yeah. Monthly fee monthly. And they keep adding up. I now then it's like, oh, you need, now you need a, a new server to handle all this CBCT information. Yeah. Here's another 10,000. Like, yeah. And that, he had such a drastically low overhead. And I'm sure that was a tough pill to swallow, but he embraced it. Um, but you're right. You get that increase in revenue. Uh, but on top of that, you have a, a large increase in overhead. Let's say there's a Jock Jernigan listening to this podcast. What's up, Jock? <laughs> <laughs> and he doesn't have a dad or a practice to walk into. Would you still do what you're doing? Stay with us. We'll be right back. Hey there, podcast family. T-Bone here to talk about the 3D Dentist Digital Implant Continuum. Are you ready to start placing dental implants? but feeling a bit hesitant and or overwhelmed? I know that feeling. I've been there. Let's change that together. Imagine not just learning about dental implants in a classroom, but actually performing surgeries on real patients right here in North Carolina, guided every step of the way by our expert 3D mentors. This is dental implant learning at its best, using techniques that are safe, predictable, and confidence-boosting. They're exactly what I use in my own practice, so you know they work. Our course goes beyond clinical skills. We prepare you to successfully integrate high-demand implant services into your practice, transforming your career by attracting new patients and elevating your practice. And it doesn't end with the course. Completing our program is just the beginning of a new journey. You'll be a part of a community of confident, skilled dentists with ongoing support to ensure lasting success and growth. After all, this is about mastering a skill that can transform your career just like it did for me. So, are you ready to take your practice to the next level? Visit www.3d-dentist.com, check out our upcoming sessions, and join us to revolutionize your practice. 3D Dentist is truly committed to helping dentists take control of their practice, finances, and future. Now let's get back to this week's episode. If someone paved the path for me and made, like, painted the picture, because, again... Well, like, you're painting the picture. Right, because for, like, you were talking about, like, how could dentures, doing dentures be fun? How could it be profitable? How could it not be a Well, jo- I would argue, I know it's profitable if that's what you do. It's not profitable... How could it not be a huge headache? Well, that's, like, that's, that I don't believe. Right. <laughs> it's, 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 it's uh, and, um, and that's sort of, as we're now searching for an associate... Mm-hmm. Getting them to understand that. So when you bring an associate in, is that to replace your dad? Uh, part my dad and really uh, replace a lot of me to... Grow, to be able to do yeah, things you want to do. Yeah, because right now I'm limited. 
Um, well, talk to me about that. What does that mean? I'm still doing a lot of the, and I love it, a lot of the traditional dentures, mm-hmm. extractions and stuff, but it limits the number of implant surgeries. So you're turning people away? Not necessarily turning people away, but putting scheduling off, ha- scheduling. But same thing, you're turning people away, dude. We live in a world, okay. yeah. listen, we live in a world where somebody wants it tomorrow. If I'm paying you 20, I don't know what you guys charge, but let's say it's 20 grand. I, I don't, don't want to wait. I don't want to. My patients don't. My patients like. Do I have to wait that long? Like, uh, <laughs> we'll come in tomorrow night uh, at seven p.m. And <laughs> yeah, and so there's also on top of that when you're when you're you know we we've talked about this before, Wayne. That mm. I've heard you talk about with an associate. Like you don't wait necessarily to have the. No, growth. you get you, you, you get, get advanced. Yeah. And to really push ourselves yeah. with seeing how we can well, load that. Well, skill I, I'll argue right now that I, without even knowing the details of what's going on. You're turning away business because your mind, there's a part, there's a bandwidth. We all have a limited Correct. amount of bandwidth. That's and you're by the, absolutely Your true. bandwidth is going to go down, okay? Uh, <laughs> okay? Because your dad's bandwidth today was different than when you got out of school, yeah. which was different when you went to school, which was different when you were in high school, okay? Mm-hmm. Our bandwidth goes down. It's because we get fat and happy, but okay, that's part of it. <laughs> we not talked about not all today. literally, okay? But, and literally. <laughs> so, but our bandwidth goes down, and so what I'm seeing in my own office is I'm convinced that... If I didn't do anything but implants, I would do more implants because I would f- that free time would allow me to focus on the things that bring the business bring them in. in. Correct, yeah. and well, not yeah, and can and be keep, more patient centric. Like, hey, we can start today. Yeah, and but mm-hmm. keep your enthusiasm yeah. in that, like devoted toward that. And yeah, so. I had to do like four fillings today. He was covering for our associate. He doesn't usually work on Fridays. Don't let him lie. I'm thankful to say. But I did the fillings. I know, I know. But that's because so he could take some CE. I thought when he said, can you cover for me? Because he's taking a CE class. And I thought when he said, can you cover for me? I was just going to go in and check hygiene. I was like, "Uh, no, I think you're seeing like his restorative patients. So he's like, no, 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 I'm not. I'm like, yeah, you should look at the schedule on Friday. Man. Well, congrats, man. That's four more feelings than I've done since dental school. So, okay. So let's talk about this for a second. If I, as a patient that walks into your practice, what can I get? Um, like same day or just it, whatever. What, what, services what is your do you service offer? you provide? Um, we, surgery, mm-hmm. extraction. So if I need one tooth taken out because it hurts. Yeah, we do a ton of that. Okay. So you're not limited. So if I never intend to get a denture or a partial. Yeah. Okay. We no we we receive a lot of emergency extractions like okay. All right, uh, keep going. So partials, dentures, okay, partials, implant dentures. prosthetics. Okay. Single tooth implant? Some. I'm I, missing tooth number 8. I'm not going to do that. I'm missing tooth number 30? 30? 30 probably would do. Um okay. the anterior implants uh they require a little bit more finesse and time. Yeah, they're, they're the headaches. And, and well, right, and eventually and they want a I, tooth right then. Well, there's and them, then. and aesthetic. There's those factors, the yeah. patient factors, the uh, long term. I think there's a good chance, to, unless you're real, like you should, you know, build up the site yeah. like you should. But if you put in an implant, it might look nice now, but in five years, you, yeah, we don't know. Yeah, and that's a headache I don't want. But also, I think it deserves the proper attention, and you should charge more for an anterior implant. Yeah. It's just a different animal than the heathen full art surgery, yeah. which I'm used to. Um, and so, I, you know, I, I could place them, but I, I feel more comfortable sending to a periodontist. I think I'm doing the patient a better service. that Or, or, or general dentist, someone. What if I need a filling on a tooth to do a partial? We refer to general dentist. So you literally have no composite bonding agent? Uh, well, I, have, I know you do for some of the stuff. Right, I have composite to fill yeah. in access holes. Right, stuff, yeah. <laughs> but, um, that's it. Um, so let me. So okay, I'm asking these questions very, very, very. I have a specific reason I'm asking. Yeah. Okay, is 
another another aspect that I want dentists to understand is at some point you have to limit your menu. You do. You know, and you have to learn to say no. So do you have hygiene? No. No, of course not. Why would you have anything like that? <laughs> that <laughs> so no one that supports the ADHA. No, no, I mean, we may go, you know, especially with our implant with process. Implants, you may, we, uh-huh. we, we may start bringing follow-up. someone on. But that's what periodontists are for at the well, end of the day. I, and we, I think it's good to support the general dentists around. I mean, that's a revenue. Well, you they refer cl- to you. And I, I hope so. And then you're referring them for, like, let's say four implants to clean around, four yeah. locator studs, and you get paid. Yeah. Uh, I, th- I think it's a good support menu. But it's also nice to be able to monitor it yourself and sort of control yeah. it. And Before s- somebody makes bad comments about your work. Correct. I'm dealing with that right now. Because they don't understand what the patient was willing to do, they, mm-hmm. what they were taught, they don't what remember. they were willing to pay, hey. what they are willing to do. And what kind of medical condition they had. Correct. What, what the site looked and, like. And how, that's how hard they pushed you to do same day. and it's this, Get this, it done. Yeah. And that's why. Okay, I, just, I, I know, I know that this, there's a good chance of bone loss around this. Yeah, <laughs> and you tell, and that's a, I had this written down. I want to talk about patient like education and handling their um, expectation from the beginning for the especially these full arch cases is so critical like it's so easy to promise the world and like overshadow you see these these red flags but you go over them because you want to get that right. case well you want to do that you there's a there's a there's a level of hey i want to make the money b i want to do the case and you three know. it's like this person's like a young what i really want to help them yeah. like I'm, let me extend myself to help them yeah and, and it, it always does, backfires it, it backfires it's yeah. uh, and those are the things like me and you were talking about before this is um social media is wonderful it's great yeah. to put these cases, but it also romanticizes a lot of these mm-hmm. cases. A lot of the process makes it look easier than it is. Well, it makes you, I would argue it makes you feel horrible about yourself. Like I see like other the, people, you see other people's glory. Dude, I see and the, you those never style see... Italiano guys, ah. the, the composites. I'm like, I don't, I don't, <laughs> my crown, my crowns don't look that good. <laughs> How are they doing? You know, and so to me, what I see, okay, and, and because I have a younger practitioner associate right now, he's been out four or five years, so he's not that young, but but nonetheless, you know, there are times where they bring these things up. I'm like, dude, that's that doesn't work in my hundred twenty dollar filling PPO practice. Yeah, you know, right. and 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 so you have to balance. And I know Sully, uh, I don't know how much he'll love me talking about this, but one of the things he's dealing with is his associate has really li- listened to and learned about this biomimetic, and mm-hmm. they're like leaving decay behind, and yeah. you know. <laughs> You know, because, because of, no, you know what I'm talking about. A little bit. You're yeah. going to educate me. Cause this but, is <laughs> but so you're fighting that, but you also at the same time want to embrace, embrace it. Yeah. You know, but at the same time, you're like, well, God, I don't want to be left with this. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to clean this Correct. up. You know? They're explaining it to the patient, and then the patient goes and tells their friend or their mom. We're going to leave. Well, they, they told me they were going to leave some decay. What? Yeah. <laughs> and that's that's a huge thing. Um, so. Talk, well, on the, go ahead, keep going. What? On the subject of social media, how, you've got a pretty good following. I've enjoyed doing it. I sort of was going through, I was getting ready. I went to speak at the IDIA symposium in Hawaii uh, earlier this year. And I was like, okay, I'm putting together a, a presentation. Got all these photos and I s- started putting them up. I wanted to do it for several years. I just haven't. So I started posting them and gotten good feedback. I love doing it because it's also, yeah. it's great. One, you're putting this stuff out there and when you're sort of, it's not that I'm a solo practitioner. My dad doesn't really do this stuff, so it's mostly just me doing yeah. it. And you can get to a point where you forget the stuff you're doing. It's pretty cool. Yeah. It's fun to do. And so it's fun to have this interaction with people and let get your responses. So you're part of the problem. 
Well, it's well, it's that, but yeah. it's also I'm getting to meet such. I've met so many awesome people in right. a short Networking. time period. Net, like you would have never met. Not even to like for it's going to build a business acumen or anything. It's just cool to get to meet people. Uh, Christian, yeah, uh, I yeah. met him through it. Um, several other people, Akil Alexander, well, you know, Todd Engel. Yes. You know what I've always heard? I hope one day my name is in that, but well, <laughs> I already knew you. I'm messing with you. But, <laughs> you know, I heard Peter Bolden, uh, and him and Craig Spodek have the Bulletproof podcast and, uh, which is a great podcast, but I heard him when I met, uh, Craig and Peter in, uh, at VOD a three, four, couple of three years back at the Voices of Dentistry in Phoenix. And, um, he had, he made this comment that, um, the, the, it, we're in thin air, okay? And so one of the things I love is, is honestly, what percentage of your classmates even do understand what, what, what challenges you're facing? In my, my practice? Yeah. I don't know. Zero. I Maybe mean, 1%, right? Yeah. And because, because you're in a thin air, right? You're, deal, you're in an area where very few people are dealing with, okay? Whether it's because it's that complicated or that fancy or whether it's because... Most dentists don't choose to be in that arena, right? Or for or for someone like Craig, he's trying to build a Mayo Clinic, essentially, right? Yeah. Uh, for dentistry. And so when you're in that, that's, you know, my problems and his problems are totally different. Or, you know, or somebody that's trying to, like Brett, trying to build 5, 10, 15 practices. You know, th- there's different challenges. There's completely. Right? And so to me, one of the things I've loved, for me, it started with Dentaltown, uh, but social media is, is it brings people that are facing unique problems or unique areas and allows you to interact with other people that understand that don't like I, I, I'm friends with a, a friend here the good friend and he says you know it's just nice that I can sit down and talk to somebody about our problems yeah right because they're not problems yeah, they're, right. they're RPP rich people problems yeah. or they're <laughs> first world problems or yeah, you know we're trying sure. to how to how to grow a three million dollar business to a four million dollar business and most people like you know they they just don't get it right and and so and we've we've come to a society where to a certain degree success is made fun of or success is demonized demonized mm-hmm. and yeah it's uh, that's just extremely unfortunate and, that's you know, about and, it. yeah yeah and and so 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 to me that's one of the great things about social media is it allows you to because they'll flock we'll we'll all flock to each other those that want that are there those that want to be there uh, and, and so we'll get together. And, and to me, that's been the best part. That's how I met Samir. Yeah. You know, is because we had a, we were on the same path. We had same visionary stuff. He lived in California. I lived in North Carolina. And, and, and so, you know, it happens. That's how you've met Christian. And that's how I yeah. met Christian. And that's, you know, that's Correct. How, how it all happens. And yeah. And so you're blending both like building clinical, but also business excellence. And right. that's a lot of what you can get from these meeting these different people. And that's one of the things I loved about CE. Yeah. I mean, and well, the right CE, the right. Mm-hmm. And, but I was blessed with doing some, in my opinion, some of the best, your yeah. courses. I was again, got to be in, in you and Uday, yeah. were one of the first people to do one of those all on four Force, courses. Yeah. And I got to be a part of that. And you meet incredible people who may be generations past you. Uh, Mark Bowman, mm-hmm. Mark's um, great, dude. He's yeah. 62 years I love old. I, I went having vi- fun. I know. And I went and visited him uh, last fall in his office. Another example, Greenville, North Carolina. Hey. Everybody coming out of school wants to live uh, in Raleigh, North Carolina. I'm like, Raleigh or Chapel. I'm like, dude, go down to Greenville. Go or to Rocky Mountain. Live in Raleigh. Go to Benson. Yeah, live and live drive. Live and drive, dude. man. There's a lot of good podcasts. You only have to drive three days a, a week. Of, a lot of good podcasts to listen yeah. to Well, you, you only driving. have to drive three days a week uh, <laughs> to make the money that you make on five days a week here. Um, uh-huh. So it's great to meet those people. It inspires you it's just i don't know 
again, I'll have to talk to Meredith. One of the things I want to talk about is staying motivated. Yeah. Because yeah. even for me, I, I mean, I might sound like a princess, but, you know, five years in when you're doing the same, yeah. even it, no matter what you're doing, if you're doing the same thing, it can get monotonous. Yeah, so. And you got to find a way to stay motivated and enthused and doing different CEs. And I'm entering that next part of my career where I'm ready to, again, I, it requires clinical time. Yeah. That's why an associate would help. But doing things like sleep and things like that yeah. that I might want. But also well, reaching into I would argue that educating. you do that stuff, you know. Um, I think for me, like, I, I, I have the challenge of staying motivated, right? So I need, I need new and fresh. Uh, and on my career path has always showed me that every five years I need new and fresh. Right. And uh, so what I would tell you is uh, the first step is you got to surround you. You got you got to get a core group of people that are just like you. Mm-hmm. That and you need to be the dumbest person in the room. Uh, yeah, you know, and um, and you need a core group of people, and you need to get motivated by it. And then for me, what motivates me right now is I've got a number that I want to do, and my goal is every year to do it in less days. Okay, or to be able to cut procedures. Yep, and you said that for you years. Know, and 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 so for you, the goal is because you're gonna re- you're married. No, no. At some point, you might be, maybe, yeah. maybe, maybe. <laughs> but, um, but you know, there's going to become a point in your life where the bandwidth goes down, and you're going to have to. You can't run at the pace you're running at. And so, so to me, what I would motivate, I would challenge you with, is how can I mean, how many days are you going to work in 2000? Uh, if 2020 was normal. In 2020? Yeah, if you were normal, normal, uh, what do you work? Four Clinically days a week, four five? days, and then f- Friday I'm either planning cases. Or, sure. Yeah. So you're in, the, you're in the office five days a week. Or I, I'm wor- I, I work from home okay, to plan, so four, plan the cases. Oh, you have four days a week. How, many vic- time, how much time do you take off? That's the other thing is I'm, we still only take one week, <laughs> one week off a year. Right. So, so, so you're working 51, 50, let's call it 50 weeks a year. 50 weeks a year. So you're working 200 days. So my next challenge to you would be, how can Jock Jernigan do what he's doing now in 190 days in 2021? And, and go ahead and pre-schedule those 10 days off uh, to do what you want to do. Yeah. And because, uh, you know, and, and how do you get to where you're not working Mondays? Stay with us. We'll be right back. Hello, podcast family. T-Bone here bringing you our newest live patient implant training, Full Arch Express. For dentists already placing implants and ready to level up and continue building their implant practice, this is the golden ticket. We're diving deep into full arch implants, the hottest game changer in implant dentistry. In this program, we tackle both overdentures and all annex fixed hybrids, mastering techniques that are essential for modern, comprehensive dental care. It's about getting your hands on the tools and techniques that will replace the doubt and fear with confidence and predictability. Here's the kicker. There's live patient training right here in North Carolina. You're not just learning theories. You're in the operatory doing real work on real patient from start to finish, guided one-on-one by our expert 3D mentors. You'll learn the nuances of each approach, ensuring you can cater to a wide range of patients to maximize revenue. Speaking of revenue, with me, you know it's not just about the clinical skills. We're bringing business into this aspect too teaching you how to integrate these advanced services profitably into your practice. So are you ready to rise up to the top in implant dentistry? Join us at the Full Arch Express. This isn't just another course. It's a career-defining leap. Head to www.3d-dentist.com to enroll in our next session. 
3D Dentist is truly committed to helping dentists take control of their practice, finances, and future. Now, back to this week's episode. That sounds wonderful. I've, right. I've so, talked about, I mean, really. Yeah. So then, you know, it starts with one Monday a month. But so maybe not necessarily do. not working, just do, uh, doing Not it. being in the office. Correct. Yeah. I've always, listen, I right. work 24-7. Yeah, so okay. change, that's what the I. The backbreaking part is the patient care. Correct. Dude, you, you let me use my brain, I'll work 24-7. Yes, I can, okay. I, and I love that, but yeah. And, and the patient care is great for all the reasons you mentioned, but sure. also it's exhausting. It's, it, it's what. It's draining. monotonous. It's, it's monotonous. Draining. It's draining. Emotionally, it can yeah. drain you. It, it you're de- Like I said, when you're dealing with the human side. I want everybody to get the three days a week. I, I think, it, again, isn't there research that shows at least People four, are happier if they work. And they're more productive. Yeah. As, as productive. As, yeah. Yeah, yeah, as a five-day. Well, my argument to you is, is that, so my challenge to you is, is I would love to see you take one Monday off every month next year. I mean, they, that, we're going to check in. No, no, but, right. the, but it's, to me, it's easy, Jock, by the way, be, because all it takes is you going in and scheduling it. Yeah, that's okay? true. And then I promise you, your numbers won't go down. I, I would I would agree with you. On OK, that. so 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 make that commitment that when you leave here, that you're going to go ahead and schedule a Monday off starting in September. Well, I don't know how far you guys are booked out, but whenever you're not booked out. Monday off, once a month. Once a month. Not every, I'm not even saying every, every week, okay? Because your business may not support that, okay? In terms of your dad may not support that, right? Yeah, because, that's... Because uh, when you got partners, whether he's dad <laughs> or not dad, you can't just leave him hanging, right? That is true. But, but, but don't fall into some of the same traps that maybe he fell into. No. Okay? I, I, I mean, yeah. Because, and you, because we're a different generation. Different generation, um, you know, maybe different personalities, but yeah, you're... He's just he's he's a, he always grinded for and he but he recognizes they don't know any better. My but, dad's like that. He's he, seventy he, seven years old. He, still doing you know, it. pops will even recognize like yeah, you know, we need to find a way to do this two weeks a year, but it has to make sense or or it, it'll make sense. Correct. You, Look, you won't notice. I'm I'm no offense. You won't notice the difference. I, I, it will. It's RPP. Um. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's rich people problems. Well, while we're speaking to that, and we're talking about social media, I mm. want to make sure that everybody joins our Facebook group. Yeah, dental, dental business, business and clinical excellence. And you're talking yeah. about that yeah. a little bit, but yeah, you know, the my wife. By the way, what did, what did my, my yeah. wife say yesterday? She's I fr- I'm freaking out. You're the already. problem. She's like looking at you. She's like you're the problem. So in October. <laughs> Because we're already slow in October because our hygiene is down and we'll pick it back up. But my wife has already told, told our team, well, most some of our team members, that I will be working one day a week in October, Wednesdays. Wow. That's, see, that sounds wonderful. Well, I, it doesn't, pa- sound, it doesn't sound wonderful to me. He's only going to be seeing patients on Wednesdays. It doesn't sound wonderful to me. The control freak side of me is like, well, what are the place going to fall apart? Yeah, well, that, I, but I have that because I do that then when I try – uh, another big thing I learned from you is really like the, in, the implant coordinator has right. been huge for us. Having someone devoted to managing. You got to massage these patients. You do. And, that, and it, it, your, it is. They're not your economy. Correct. They are not. They want and, to, mm-hmm. and it's a full-time job for yeah. her, but it's been a huge part of that. The lab work, the follow-up. Everything. Of, the yep. steps. Consults, and listening to them just. Bitch. And, and it's more time. It's more time on the front end. It's the consult, correct. the buying. The, the you know the, the buying cycle for that is you know in our office. What we're seeing, our average case is a six month buy. 
In other words, yes. from the time they come Correct. for a consult for the time they actually say yes. Yeah. Not even play. I'm just uh, talking about saying schedules. yes. Yeah. It's, 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 it's a four six to six months. month process. And, and for us, it's probably even longer when you're talking. One, we're in a lower SES area. Um, what does SES mean? Socioeconomic status. I okay. Mean, for sure. Pretty, yeah. poor, pretty <laughs> poor area. Yeah. Um, and, you know, when I came out, everyone's like, yeah, you're going to, the lower denture wear is the easiest person to sell on implants. Yeah. It's like, oh, man, that's going to be. But that's do you do any mini implants? I do. I, well, I, I, I look at it as this. Um, going back to the patient education side of, one, obviously, I think clinical education is huge. Like, right. if you're going to do implants, be educated. But I think it's huge also patient education. Right. Um, we have all these tools at our disposal to make, to provide a restoration that's going to make their life better. Right. And in my opinion, if it, in, unless it's just got a drastic failure rate, I'm going to use it, uh, try to cater to anyone from, let's call it an economy implant mm-hmm. denture, to your full arch fixed hybrid. Okay. Especially where I am, a lot of people can't afford that. And I'd still like to extend to them the benefit of being able to eat and function. And what a mini implant can do that. Um, What's the average income in your area, you think? I don't know. 40000 Maybe. Maybe. Uh, that might be high. Um, yeah. But um, it, it, so I look at the mini implant as, yeah, there are headaches with it. Sure. Especially in the maxillary arch. More failures. Um, but can you accomplish getting that person to snap on denture that allows them to eat a hell of a lot better well, and function? Well, it's a phenom- phenomenal service for the lower yeah. arch. Yeah. And the upper, I treat the same way as I educate them. They yeah. sign a separate consent, and I'm, again, back to it, uh, Ask Doc Jock, that cheesy mm-hmm. name, that came from years ago. I just like, you know, in these consults, I'm spending all this time trying to convey this information about every option because I want them to know the benefits and the limitations of each option because they all have both. They all have benefits, and they all have limitations. And so I made a bunch of YouTube videos on the implant process, all the different full arch treatment options, and let the patient. We send them to the patient. Let them sort of educate themselves, where it's not a high stress situation. Is um, that before they come in? We try to get them to do that, and it makes their consult. We do free initial consults, sure. and that makes them much more valuable because the patient knows what to ask at that point, the specific questions. Um, but back to the minis is you explain to them the limitations. Like, you know, wait. So you just want a denture that snaps in and out, and you can eat. This is going to be great for you. If you ever think you might want. A rest, different restoration. If you have more money down the road, mm. you want to upgrade. F- you can upgrade. You can't do that with a mini. You're going to yeah. be married to a snap-on denture. You can pop it out. You can pop. Uh, you're going to be married to something that comes yeah. in and out. No, I'm saying you can. We can. Uh, we yeah. can. We can pull the. But they're. You know that no one likes the sound of that. Yeah. Um. And three, you're more likely to have a failure. A lot of the mini implants I've seen out of South Dakota just fall out on their own. Yes, and that's that's the other thing. Well, it, that's a, I'm, I'm, it's an inside joke a little bit. Well, yeah. oh, is that? Uh, uh, okay, can, I, I, yeah. I, I think I, anyway. <laughs> but that, there's cavalier people yeah. doing cavalier things with it, right. and I know what you're talking about. Um, I won't as educate the patient. Say, look, especially in the upper arch, I'd really recommend a, a fatter implant. Yeah. Otherwise, you're much more apt either now. But the mini implants aren't that much less. Well, in cost, for that's. Us. I disagree completely. It depends on what you're, where you're putting your. Pro- I, even my standard implants, I've tried to bring the cost. Well, I'm talking down. about the cost of the, of the, the material. Material I, again. Mini implants, what seventy five bucks? I use what I've transitioned to from uh-huh. the traditional mini um, is the Zest Lodi. Okay. Because it gives me a lot more. Ver- it has a locator built into it. It has. 
it's a two-part system. Whereas okay. the traditional mini is your you have. Oh, your, I've seen it. Yeah, you yeah. have your traditional mini. You have the co- the regular, the standard O ball. And then you have your collared for thicker yeah. tissue, and that's just a nightmare in dealing if you have to do alveo and the yeah. tissue creeps over. This Lodi one, you can have different abutment heights yeah. anywhere from two and a half to six. So that's great. So for it's essentially like a two-piece implant. Two-piece implant, just thinner. It's it, but now they have a three-point-four millimeter. Uh, implant for the yeah. maxillary, which is great. Yeah. I mean, for, so it addresses some of those issues, but you still can't change the abutment connection. So you right. still have that limitation, but you have a lot more versatility in the retention versus a traditional mini. And I mean, it's a phenomenal service. I put four Lodi mm-hmm. implants in. I get the same benefits as I put four standard with a locator. Yeah. It, it, it's just, it, I think it's a great service to offer people. That's awesome. As long as you educate them the Again, more than likely in one ear out the other, but you've done your due diligence and you're still offering a great service. Well, there's something you just talked about that I want every practice to do, and this includes our practice, mm-hmm. okay, is the sales process. Okay, the sales process starts, if you want to close more cases, you need to educate your patients Absolutely. more. Absolutely. Okay, and that doesn't have to be, I think the worst consultation is one where you're trying to educate everything, right? So instead, And that's what I, sorry, I wanted yeah, to talk to you, because yeah. I hadn't really gotten to sit down to you and talk about our different styles, because I know you've always said, don't over-educate, yeah, you're gonna, you, yeah. you can freak the patients out, it can overwhelm them. And again, one of the reasons I made the video is to let them sure. be at home in it. But and the, what I want to say, Hank, like before that. I get the, is the videos are, are so important. Remember, I keep trying to get our team members yeah. to make the videos. Like, what are the common questions or what are the common things you go over in a consult? Right. Just, just put them out those there. in a video and yeah. call it a day, you know? Yeah. So keep going. Um, but like, what, let's say someone comes in, mm-hmm. full arch plan. What are your, what's your menu? What, yeah. do, what do you... So what do you mean by that menu? What am I... In our office, we only have a fixed hybrid. That's it. Okay. So for me, it's the whole gambit. Yeah. So Uh, I would... The way I would approach it in your case, I'd be like, Jock, listen, depending on your budget and what you got going on clinically, you know, so I would would do a clinical evaluation, look at how much bone there is in the cone beam. And I said, listen, Jock, we we typically have about four different choices, anywhere from a Yugo to a Lincoln or Cadillac, Mm -hmm. okay? Because that probably makes sense in in your population, right? So I'd say, you know, unfortunately... Given your condition, a Yugo and a, a Buick don't work, okay? And, and so I would kind of pare it down to them, and I tried to li- limit it down to two choices for okay. patients. And, yeah, and I figured that's where we would differ because yeah. I'm like yeah, – I, I describe it the same way. We yeah. have uh, – I might call it a Kia. Sure, a, yeah. To a Cadillac, which is your hybrid. Um, and I say we can do the Mini, anywhere from the Mini, mm-hmm. standard snap-on. I don't really do bar-over dentures. I think they're unnecessary. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do offer the. We con- don't even do overdentures. Right, and I offer the conus mm-hmm. as a. Uh, you sell it as a the perfect in between. Right. The functions as a fix, but you can remove it's it. A lot of choices. Because I think there's a ton to be said for long term health and hygiene. Sure. For a removable patient versus a fixed, but and then that's a lot of choices. It is, and that. But it's working for you. It is, and it. But it can also again, it could overwhelm people, and I'm always. But I, I want to weigh what's so real. I, I want you. Have you listened to homily stuff? I have. I okay. mean, years ago. So I you think I think a lot of it's you got to find out where the patient's at, right? What, where and so when life? I say boil it down to two choices, I'm doing some I'm doing some listening some before fit, that. Fit you know, I'm, I'm doing some fit issues. I'm finding out what Jock's interested in. You know, I'm asking questions like, "What are you trying to accomplish? What do you, you know? What do you hope for? You know, tell me what's going on in your life." Correct. And so I'm trying. I'm trying to. I'm trying to get them in. I'm trying to fit them in a category and then give them a couple of choices. They may be this or this. 
based on the clinical conditions or their personal conditions, yeah. but I'm not giving everybody and all five choices off the bat. That's what we started to do with our like the yeah. pre-consult questionnaire, things like that, that Tanya, our implant coordinator, she's going in. One, we know their budget. Right. And two, we know their desires. Yeah. And they're, you have to find a way. Sometimes those, the expectations, sometimes match. they do yeah. mesh. <laughs> sometimes they're like this. Yeah. I yeah. mean, and you try to wait. Then we offer them somewhere in that ballpark. Yeah. Two to three options, you know, but they they know about all the options. Is my my goal to help me sleep at night? Yeah. Well, I think look, you, you're doing it unbelievably well. Okay, don't change a lot. Okay, but I would tell you that one one an area that I think you need to grow on uh, and be more open about is I think you need to get rid of some of your options. Okay, maybe. And uh, I figured that's why I wanted yeah, to talk to you. And I, 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 would, I would I would I would cut down. How about this? I would probably have three choices, and then when the patient doesn't say yes to any of those, I might have something in my back pocket. That's what the conus is, really. Yeah, that the, I would come the to. The conus you know? is a back pocket. I mean, yeah. we really have our – it's really honest. We have my a, argument to you is just do the fixed hybrid for the conus cost because it's It's not, basically the same. It, you're, you're, I, I, my fixed cost – I've done one conus, and it cost me more than it a fixed. Does, correct. Yeah, I mean, there's, again, the advantages in remove, but sure, the, the when process – the process and getting there, the lab steps, it's and, way the, more and expensive. The, it's expensive. Uh, it's a cool option, but it, there's certainly downfalls to All it. All right, but here's that, what I want to do, Jock. I want to bring you back. Yeah, man. Round two. <laughs> no, no, but I want to be very specific in round two, uh, and I want you to help make, make this happen for me. Okay. I want us to walk through those, those choices that you have, because I think a lot of people want the to breakdown. have these, they, they yeah. want to have the, these five choices. They want to know, they want to, clin- I want to get more clinical right now. We've talked philosophy, who, you know, who you are, all that stuff. I want to get to some clinical talk yeah. where we talk about, I'm walking in, I'm edentulous. Jock, walk me through your consult process. Walk me through your choices. Why do you choose this? Yeah. Why do you do this? Why do you have this? What are the rough costs? And the costs are going to vary from place to place, you know, market to market. I, I'd like us to spend 45 minutes or so walking through that. I think again, I'm all about, having the tools in the tool belt yeah. whether or not you use them you have them and it it could be even if you're not offering it consistently you could be in a tough situation where a patient wants a wants fixed that. hybrid yeah. Yeah. but it's a like a 34 year old girl and she's dying to have it but she isn't going to get sinus augmentation yeah. to get right. your ap spread and her her lip almost touches the underside yeah. of the nose and you can't do enough alvea because then you're hi- you reaching. So you you're, bone. you're like, as much as you want to give it to this person, it's not a good yeah. option. Yeah. And one, you got to be able to recognize these and not overpromise. Or the gummy smile. That's what I'm talking. Yeah, that, the know? gummy where you just can't do enough alveo and yeah. still have implants there. And as you, you, you all, y'all taught us this from the get go. Mm-hmm. In that, like the first yeah. thing you teach, that's the first thing you notice is that. But yeah, clinically, you got to know what to look for and where everything applies how so. do people get in touch with you jock um feel free to hit me up on ask.jock on instagram that's that, j-o-c not j-o-c-k don't don't <laughs> insult me god yeah so ask.jock j-o-c on instagram uh if anyone wants to use those youtube videos for their patients to educate them same thing ask.jock on youtube do you even know what facebook is i i go on there and then i get off it's just depresses me to be quite honest the groups do I hate it. it. It makes me so mad. You know, we deal with enough shit in the day-to-day. I hate to see people just crap and crap on each other. It's I'm, a new dental town. I, it love, it. I love it, though, man. I, yeah, you, certain people love it. Well, it's like, I, I, love, I love a little bit of the shit show. Okay? The everybody chaos. Loves, everybody loves, loves the, the train chaos. wreck, okay? Yeah. But, but also, I, I, I keep coming back to this. You find your people. 
Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, and and I find that Facebook is more serious. It probably is in the discussion. Yeah. Instagram, there's not a ton of discussion. Instagram yeah. is all about it's, how cool is your picture and bullshit. Yeah, like that. baby. Better believe it. And I don't it. give two shits about that. Nah. Um, you're right about there is more discussion, but some of that shitty discussion. Yeah. I mean, I have, I love Instagram's brought a ton of young people asking me, "How did you get here?" And I'm able to tell them, and I have like about your courses. Yeah. Good CE well, course. Thank you. Well, it's it's a great avenue for them to understand that. Um, yeah, it can over romanticize things, but it all, it can. Jock, you should come mentor with us on our implant and denture. Uh, sorry, implant and extraction programs. I would love to. Yeah, let's, I, let's and make that's that happen. that's where I really want to take the next phase of my career. It'll be you know the beauty of it is there's some Thursdays so you'll have to take days off work. Hey, yeah. Hey, <laughs> as long as and we're right down the street. As I mean. long as there's a good reason. But yeah, I'm I'm excited. I, I love. I found I love teaching people. Yeah. I love just talking shop and you know not really necessarily opinionated, but expressing what I found and oh. then weighing it against what other people that's have found. Awesome. Job, um, thank you. Yeah, thank yeah. you, and thank you for you've been a huge part of. Well, thank you really, so much. I can't. You sort of started my career back in 2013, and we sort of maintained. Yeah, and the, the, I love it when people pass me. It's awesome. <laughs> it's the and, best, by the well, way. I love it. Maybe one day, but I'm yeah. not there. But you've done incredible stuff. It's been fun out to watch myself grow, but yeah. watch you and 3D Dennis grow. That's yeah, been we, awesome because y'all been, have really grown, and yeah. it's been cool to see. Thank you. Um, but yeah, thanks for having me. My pleasure. Mm-hmm. All right, everybody. Let's have a great week, and we will see you next week on the T-Bone Speaks podcast. Thanks so much for listening to T-Bone Speaks with Dr. Tarun Agarwal. Remember to keep striving for excellence, and we'll catch you on the next episode. Hey, podcast family. T-Bone here. Are you a dentist looking to elevate your practice and profits? then pay close attention. Introducing the 3D Business Mastermind, the dental business coaching program designed for dentists who want to see real results. I've walked the path of practice ownership for nearly 25 years. I know your challenges. I felt your pain. This is your opportunity to overcome the chaos, the busyness, and the financial frustrations of owning a dental practice. Imagine a dental practice where your appointment book is highly productive, doing the dentistry you enjoy, your team is self-motivated, and your profits keep climbing. That's what the 3D Business Mastermind is all about. In this exclusive mastermind, you'll join a league of ambitious dentists driven to elevate their practices. You'll gain access to proven strategies, personalized coaching, and a community that understands your journey. So if you're ready to supercharge your dental practice and enjoy the success you deserve, Visit www.3d-dentists.com and take the first step towards a brighter future in dentistry by filling out the 3D Business Mastermind application. Now, let's get to this week's episode.